we are now recording. Okay, so welcome to episode 3A. This is a special episode where we're going to talk about some important projects and ideas that we have got, well not coming up, that we've actually launched, haven't we? Yes, launched. So it's Lily and I, probably more me again, <laughs> talking about this. Lydia's been on a couple of podcasts already, haven't you, talking about this, and or a podcast, and which is the Brick Session podcast, run by our friend Mark Livesey, uh, who also is the owner of Train Exhale, or joint owner of Train Exhale, and they're partnering with us on most of these things, actually, aren't they? And um, Lydia's also been in contact with Try 247, and a couple of other publications to talk a little bit about this, where you can find some more information. So what are the projects and in- initiatives that we're currently launching or in the process of launching? So we've got three, is that three, right? Three? Yeah, three in total. So we've got three, make sure we don't forget any of them. And the first one we'll talk about is the scholarship. Yes. So the scholarship is something that Lydia uh, had the idea to do. So. Obviously, some of you may know that Lydia's, uh, this this season has been Lydia's second season as a professional triathlete, or an elite triathlete, that's the term we prefer to use, and 2022 was her first season, her first full season as an elite athlete, and one of the things that she was hoping would be the case when she started on her journey as an elite athlete is that the professional triathletes organisation would have systems and processes and frameworks in place in place to help up and coming athletes elite athletes on their journey so systems in place that would create a pathway for them to imp- helping them improve their levels of performance their world ranking etc um, pathways that would and frameworks in place that would help support their development as as professional athletes so not just as athletes that could earn prize money from races, but as athletes that could create a professional profile in such a way that that was a career path for them. And I think there was an expectation both from myself and Lydia, possibly from a lot of other professional athletes, that that would be the case. And what's been interesting is that, in fact, recently, I think it was Sam Renner, if I could be wrong, that it wasn't Sam, but I'm pretty sure it was, stated on a podcast very publicly that um, the reason there wasn't a pathway in place as part of the PTO's framework was that that was what Challenge and Ironman was for, which I personally thought was pretty arrogant and um, uh, flippant and disrespectful, actually, to both Ironman and to Challenge, especially considering that the only reason that all of this exists is because of Ironman. I know we all have our issues with Ironman, but we have to remember that the middle and long-distance triathlon as it is probably wouldn't exist if Ironman hadn't been around. And um, I thought was pretty disrespectful to those young athletes really wanting to create a pathway for themselves and that were hoping that the PTO would support that. And my view on this personally as a coach and a coach of an elite athlete is that it feels like the, the top athletes have a lot of influence over the way that the PTO is run. And in fact, you can't actually be a member of the athlete board. Let me correct me if I got this wrong, Lydia, unless you are a high enough ranked athlete. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So yeah. only highly ranked athletes have an influence over the way to the PTO is run. And also voting input as well. Oh, yes. So you can only vote for people that are on the board. Is that right? Yeah. If you've got a certain ranking. Yes, correct. Which just... Unless they've changed it, but that's as far as I was aware last time. So you 
you earn your professional license, your elite license through your federation, yeah. but the PTO will allow you to have input if you ranked high enough. Correct. Okay, so for me, the, the, the danger with that is that it could lend itself to allowing the higher ranked athletes to benefit disproportionately and there'd be no framework or pathway in place to help support less highly ranked athletes on that journey to becoming a full-time professional. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit disappointing, really, all in all. Um, although, of course, the flip side to that argument, which I probably also support, is that um, if you can't get yourself in the current climate, this is what I think, that if, you, if, you're, if you can't work part-time or maybe even full-time and get yourself into that top 50 or 100, then there's a relatively good chance that giving up work isn't going to be the solution to you getting into the top 50 or top 100. That probably be my view on it. Um, that's not going to be the case for everybody, but giving up work or working at all is perhaps one of the steps you need to take to refine and enhance your performance to the next level, but probably isn't the the um, the uh, the main factor, main contributing factor, because you still work, Lidstone. Yeah, I work full time. Work full time. Full -time. You're running your own business. Yeah. Um, and we obviously know a lot of other athletes uh, do the same. Do the same. Lots of coaching. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. There's a few views on, 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 on some of the concerns we've had around what has happened and what is happening. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to provide a upcoming elite athlete, so either a new elite athlete, a rookie, or an upcoming elite athlete with an opportunity to be part of something that might help support them on that journey. A little bit like you had support from us at Passion Fit when you were on that journey yourselves, Lids. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and... Lydia's kindly agreed to use her end of year bonus. ranking bonus. So yeah. at the end of last year, Lydia got a bonus, I think for being ranked 39th in the world. Yeah, that's is that correct. Right? Yeah. 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 The ranking system's changed now. So um, ranking's done a little bit differently, but Lydia was ranked 39th in the world at the end of last year. And she got a small bonus from the PTO for being at ranking position. And she wanted to use that money to help cover the cost that Passion Fit would incur of, for supporting that athlete. So, because obviously we're very, despite what people think, we're very, very small business. It's just me and Lauren. And um, we have a maximum capacity of uh, 10 athletes that Lauren and I coach each so that we don't dilute the level of quality input that athletes get. And um, obviously it's very difficult for us to provide you know, coaching for free. We do a lot of other stuff for free already. So Lydia felt that it would be really nice to be able to help fund that journey or partially fund that journey with that bonus so that's what she's done so that's the first initiative that we've got so if you're a if you are on a trajectory to achieve your elite license or you currently have just achieved your elite license and you feel like you'd like to be part of something then that's something we might be able to do for you um there's a reason why we wanted to open that up to elite an elite athlete rather than just any athlete is because that there's a there is a unique type of pressure that comes with being part of that world and it may a lot of elite athletes find that it's very different from what they're expecting they think well i've got my professional license or my elite license now i can go and go and get loads of sponsors i'll make loads of money it doesn't really work like that uh, and um, as i've already said the pto itself in my opinion doesn't appear to be supporting those new athletes in the way that maybe they, they that we were expecting them to perhaps maybe they could have done and I don't know that much about the ins and outs of it, so maybe they can't. But it seems that 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 um, you know, my you know, like I said, my opinion, 
would be that it appeared they probably could, but they're just choosing not to. Um, and, um, uh, you know, so those athletes might be finding it tougher than they thought that they would. And we'd like to offer them some support through that process. Um, so that's why it's on offer to them. It is, it is partially funded. Now, of course, partially funded could be 99% funded. <laughs> um, but um, the reason it's partially funded is because we wanted to make that assessment on an individual basis. Now, I don't, again, I don't want to talk out of turn, but, you know, triathlon isn't a sport that you would consider traditionally um, you know, working class. I know maybe I'm not allowed to use that word, who knows, but, you know, most triathletes or a lot of triathletes, younger triathletes are probably coming, I played hockey as a young lad, hockey was the same. Some sports often have a large proportion of people who have a, a reasonable amount of financial backing already behind them, either in the form of their parents or whatever it might be. And we wanted to make sure that we were assessing each case individually so that, for example, hypothetically speaking, somebody who maybe was a 20-year-old athlete but had parents who were multimillionaires, um, maybe we wouldn't offer quite as much to them for free as we would for um, somebody who perhaps had grown up in a, a di different social economic environment. That's not to say that we wouldn't offer it because of course just because your parents are millionaires doesn't automatically mean your parents are willing to support you but you kind of get my point. So that's why it's done on an individual basis. Does that come across right, Lids, do you think? Yeah? Yeah. That made sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. Sense. Um, we also potentially want athletes to have a bit of skill in the game. We feel we've, we've, we've tried scholarships in the past and we feel that sometimes when there's a bit of personal investment from the, the individual themselves, they, they're a little bit more compelled to make it work. So that's another reason why. But we'll see. Um, we'll assess that on an individual basis. So if you know somebody or you are somebody that's in that situation, uh, get in touch with us. Um, and we can have a conversation with you about where it might be right for you. So you can reach out to us via email and video, <laughs> um, messenger, it doesn't really matter, um, explaining why you think that that'd be appropriate for you, and um, we can look into it and see. Your first point of contact is pretty important. Um, the emails go to Lydia, but I do look at them, and from my perspective, that's a really important contact point. You know, if you get that bit wrong, then, you know, yeah, I'm probably going to form an opinion quite quickly on whether you're the right person. Um, and I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to tell you why I would form that opinion, but there are good reasons. And you need to kind of work out, if you're in my position, what that email would need to look like um, and what sort of you, things you need to look into before you send that email, because that's quite important. The other thing that's really important to consider is that the value of being part of passion fit and Lydia's obviously experienced this for herself is not so much what you can get from it but what you can put in you know one of the things about cultures is that or our culture a bit like the all blacks i'm not saying we're the all blacks but a bit like the all blacks is that we expect individuals that are part of our culture to leave it in an enhanced state from which they joined it so they contribute positively to the the progression the evolution of that culture so as an individual coming into that you need to almost be looking more at what you can put back rather than what you can get out. And I know, again, in our experience with a lot of elite athletes, not all, but a lot, their journey tends to be a little bit about what they can gain rather than what they can give back. And one of the things that I would definitely say is that it's funny, the more that you give back, 
often the more you actually gain anyway um, but people can't often see that so there you go that's the uh, elite scholarship program that we're running yes yes okay. that's the one cool yeah so the um uh the other two initiatives are as follows so the second one is very simple it's a free mentoring program to uh for 18 to 23 year olds we've got that age group right yeah that's right so if you're yeah. 18, to 18 to 23 and uh, you want some mentoring then reach out to us now that mentoring and this goes for the scholarship too the um the scholarship and the mentoring aren't aren't limited to your helping you support you with your athletic development uh, both lydia and i and lauren have got extensive experience in other areas of life so lauren has been excuse me <coughs> in the, <coughs> in the fitness industry for um one and a half decades she's been a senior manager within that industry and um has a lot of experience to share in that world lydia um in case you hadn't mentioned it has got a master's from oxford <coughs> i don't mention it very often but it is in geography oh, it's <laughs> so, actually water science um regardless I don't know if we count it but anyway we are counting it so she has a master's from Oxford um, and I've got a maths degree from Bristol is that um, worse? I don't know maybe um, but um, from a very long time ago 1997 I graduated um, and I've got 17 years experience in the corporate world I'm working for Lloyds Banking Group and Liz you've got a fair bit of experience in the corporate world working for Sam Trent Water haven't you yes yeah okay yes. so and I've obviously been involved in a lot of different sports as well. So we've got quite a lot of experience that we can share with these these mentees. I think that's what you call them. And we we can give a lot more support than just on the athletic side. And the, and the same goes for the scholarship program. Okay, so there's quite a lot that we can do there. Of course, I've actually you know supported and coached Lydia in setting up her own business. So there's a lot of things that we can give you support on. So that's for 18 to 23 year olds. We're not completely against offering it to under 18s, but... Um, Quite honestly, the reason we're not is because the administrative red tape that goes with working with under 18s now is just a bit complicated. And for a tiny little setup like ours, probably not something we want to get too into, but we could, but um, it's, just more, it's a bit of hassle, that's all. Um, so there we go, that's that. If you're, if you're 23 and a half or 24, <laughs> again, don't exclude yourself, all right? Don't go, oh, well, I'm 24, it doesn't make, it doesn't count. But the reason for that age group is because generally speaking in that age category people are either still in education or just come out of education and of course financially that means they may not be in such a strong position and they might need support it's a really important point in their life and it's something that we would have liked to have had at that age so we wanted to offer that out to people we only got limited capacity for that we obviously can't take an unlimited number of people it is only mentoring but it's something that we're offering for free so get in touch with us okay yes that's two yeah out of three and the third one which is a new idea, is a team, right? Is that, I've got that right. So yes. we're going to be having a team. It's going to be Team Passion Fit Exhale. I yes. don't know. Probably. Probably. All right, we'll see. I might write it as Team Exhale, Passion Fit, but we'll see. Um, so Exhale are going to be working alongside us on this, I think. That's my understanding. And the team is quite simply going to be made up of hopefully seven athletes. So Lydia will be Team Captain, will you be team? team? Yes. Team Captain. If I'm allowed. <laughs> or, unless the team collectively vote otherwise yes yeah. or um uh or team forward team center forward yeah like jamie tart yes <laughs> well i don't let's let's worry about that later today maybe not jamie tart zabba mm, not yeah. zabba either I no i can't quite pull that off. no 
Um, I think I'd definitely be Roy Kent if, yeah, <laughs> if, yeah and my hockey hockey uh, teammates will remember those days. Anyway, digress. So and that's the Ted Lasso reference, just for anyone who's wondering yeah, what we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what that reference was, then yeah, you need to watch Ted Lasso. And if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, you need to watch it. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's a team. It's made up of seven athletes. So Lydia would be. Uh, one of those the scholarship athlete the elite scholarship athlete will be another and then we're looking for five more five more athletes um i wouldn't say it's ideally got to be made uh, got to be three girls and two boys it would be nice to have at least an even weighting um but a, a slightly female dominant dominant weighting would be good just because we feel that there's that that's a balance generally that needs readdressing uh, and 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 in general um <laughs> as a man I probably can say this that um, I find we find that ladies have a slightly more balanced approach to their journey um, uh, they think with their brains rather than any other parts of their body and that helps their ability to have a more balanced outlook on the wider journey than, than, than men often do so but that's not to say that we're not open we definitely want men but we just need the right men in the team um, and um, again anyone over 18 can be in the team um, again, ideally, we're looking at slightly younger age groups, um, and we're also looking at athletes that maybe are able to be tactically competitive within races. Now, I understand the irony and the paradox and the contradiction with our values. I won't go into detail as to why that's the case today. It isn't our preference that we would necessarily be targeting that group of athletes, but in the current climate, it probably allows... Actually, I will touch on it briefly. Um, at the moment, it allows us to do the next bit we want to do more easily. So one of the things we want to do is we're going to fund this team through sponsorship and investment. Because again, we can't simply can't afford to be in a position where we're coaching what would, would amount to five athletes for, for nothing. Well, I, that would be half my revenue as a coach, right? And a quarter of mine and Lauren's revenue and a small business. Like that's a lot to lose at this stage. Um, so... We're looking to, to bring five athletes in and fund it through sponsorship and investment with partners. And we're looking for those partners as well. Now, obviously, it's much easier for us to present and also provide value to partners if athletes are able to perform tactically competitively, therefore, you know, um, delivering results. Because in the current world that we live in, that's much easier to generate profile through an interest in. It's not what we're about at Passion Fit, absolutely not. Um, and Lydia is eternally frustrated with people asking her about performance and results. But obviously as a professional, one that's done as well as she has results-wise, she does get asked it a lot. And the, the irony, is it is it an irony or is it a paradox? I don't know what it is. Is that um, the attention on Lydia tends to be about her results rather than her journey and who she is or what she stands for which is what she'd rather it was about but the results help her get a platform to talk about the values and the journey so at the moment that's why we're looking at that group of athletes okay um i guess i mean it could be any age groups couldn't it yeah it could be any age group so it's it's yeah yeah it's, yeah that's fair yeah any age group all the way up through the age groups yes okay um but it needs to be athletes that are in a position where they're competing tactically within that race um, actually racing for outcome um, at the higher end rather than just completing yeah which and we'd rather expand it beyond this if we can change the narrative around sport but at the moment that's the reality we live in so we've got to deal with it yeah have yes. I got that right does that yes. did that sound okay yes that's Does that come across okay. right yeah. yeah okay cool all right difficult one to talk about and yeah. explain in the right way 
So that's it, isn't it? So, and we're looking for partners. So if you're somebody who either could invest in this and sponsor it, if you know somebody that could invest or sponsor it, let us know. We're looking for cash, as simple as that. And we're looking for £4,000 per athlete. You'll get a logo on the kit, and that logo will go on all seven athletes' kit, which includes Lydia's. Okay, so of course, for example, Lydia's one Ironman, Lanzarote, two years in a row. That logo would be on that kit, on the front of that kit, um, you know, in the photographs of that race. Um, and at the moment, she's committed to, to, to racing Lanzarote again next year. So, and I'd hope that Fabio, if you're, Fabio, if you're listening to this, you better do this, will be using Lydia for a lot of the promotion because she'll be the first athlete, if she does do it, she's not, not not assuming that she's going to the course she's going to be doing everything she can to, to make it a reality to win the race three times in a row yeah, is that right that's correct yeah um and male or female so and i know fabio is quite keen to, to promote that so the logo may be there as well um so there you go guys that's those are the three initiatives um if you feel that any of those are of interest to you, of you or if you think that you'd like to be part of the passion fit worlds and culture but you don't know if it's something you could fund yourself, still get in contact with us because we can be quite creative with how we can help athletes because ultimately that is our goal. But those are our three current initiatives and ideas that we've got going. That's all there is to say today, isn't it? That's what the podcast is about. Yep, that's it. Okay, thanks very much for listening and hopefully someone out there will benefit or be able to add benefit to those things. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers.